Welcome to the Tony Talks Wealth Podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you manage your money better, invest wisely, retire early, and grow your wealth for you and your family and live your best life. My name is Tony Thomas, Charter Financial Planner, Pension Specialist, and Money Coach. I've advised thousands of people over the last 30 years. I'm going to share with you real life stories and everything that you need to know to build a financially secure future and a great lifestyle. If you enjoy the podcast, then feel free to subscribe and leave a review. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Tory Talks Wealth Podcast. Dealing with divorce, this is today's topic. No one enters into marriage expecting it to end in divorce. However, for very many couples, divorce is the sad reality. If you are facing divorce, it is important to know that you are not alone. Sadly, each year thousands of people go through the divorce process. And whilst divorce can be a difficult and very emotionally charged time, there are things that you can do to make the process go more smoothly when important decisions need to be made. And keeping a level head to negotiate a fair financial settlement is absolutely vital. Since April 2022, no-fault divorce came into effect in England and Wales. This is a long-awaited revolution for family law, finally removing the need for blame as a basis for divorce. Now, the only ground for the divorce is that the marriage has irretrievably broken down. This means that the law no longer requires blame to be apportioned and neither is there any requirement to fit your particular circumstances into one of the five facts that you previously had to prove. That is, there is no need to cite behaviour or adultery nor wait for the minimum two-year separation period. In addition, further crucial changes are that the respondent to divorce is now unable to contest it. And if you and the other party both agree the marriage has broken down irretrievably, then the joint application for divorce can now be made. So if you find yourself in this situation, here are five points to consider. The first being seek legal and separate financial advice without delay. Your professional advisor can help you draw up a list of joint and personal assets and valuations so any legal advice you seek is based on accurate information. This can make an appointment with your solicitor more time and cost effective. You'll need to draw up a list of assets, that is first or second homes, pension pots, investments, value of any businesses, etc, etc. Check in when they were purchased and find out if they fall into the category of marital assets. And in addition, list all of your outgoings, both joint and individual. The second is to cancel any financial commitments that might be in joint names immediately. The more unscrupulous partner could take advantage and saddle you with debt that you become liable for. So cancel credit cards, joint accounts, personal loans, and even overdrafts if possible and set up a fresh in your own name. The third is, although it may be the last thing on your mind, choosing the right time of year to divorce could significantly impact on the financial outcome for each individual. When a marriage or registered civil partnership breaks down, it is likely that tax will not be at the top of your agenda, which is very understandable. Your tax position refers to the amount of income tax and capital gains tax you'll need to pay. During the divorce process, there is a window of time where a spousal exemption applies and then drops off. So it can make a lot of difference from a financial point of view to get the timing right. 
The fourth is when it comes to pensions, find a way to achieve a clean break so you are not tethered to your partner forever is key. What can be divided depends on where in the UK you are divorcing. In England, Wales and Northern Ireland, the total value of the pensions you have each build up is taken into account, excluding the basic state pension. In Scotland, only the value of pensions you have built up during your marriage or racial civil partnership is considered. Normally anything built up before you were married or after your date of separation does not count. And there are two main ways of dealing with pensions at divorce that apply across the UK. The first is pension sharing and is often the favoured way of dividing a retired fund because it achieves a clean break. This involves couples splitting one or more pensions. The aim is to ensure that the future incomes of both spouses are equalised. Your professional financial advisor will be able to help you implement any sharing order after the splitting process is complete. And the second option is pension offsetting, which sees pension rights balanced against other assets such as the whole. Typically, if one spouse has a pension fund worth 500000 and the couple jointly own a property worth 500000 then one may keep the property and the other keep the pension. But things are really that simple, so professional advice is always key. And the fifth and last one is whatever happens, your life is going to be very different once the divorce is complete. So it's very important to budget for the future life that you want to live. Obtaining a copy of your credit report is a good start. So you know what your credit standing is, especially as many people will need to think about a new mortgage after divorce or extra borrowings. A credit report will also highlight any joint lending that you might be liable for. This is often a very difficult topic to discuss. I've seen it many times through dealing with my clients, but I've also seen it personally because my mum divorced twice when we were children and I saw the difficulties that she went through from a financial point of view, which was horrendous. And one of the main reasons why I went into financial planning. So divorce can affect you and your family in many different ways. That's it for this week. I hope you found it useful. As always, please leave comments on what you thought about this episode and also what topics you want me to cover next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find links to everything that we've discussed in the show notes. And if you'd like to know more about what I do or see more great money tips to build a secure and a happy lifestyle, then you can find all of these on my website, ttwealth.co.uk, or my YouTube channel, TTWealth. If you want to work with me, then why not book a free 30-minute call to find out how. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I also produce a bi-monthly newsletter, TTWealth News, which contains practical money tips that is free for you to download from my website. And if you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something that you've enjoyed and you think will benefit someone you know, then please do share with them. I'm sure they will appreciate it. So it's goodbye until next time. And remember, live for today, invest for tomorrow.